This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, where instead of going back to the future, we go back to the past. Today is February 21st, 2020. The day was February 21st, 1933. Singer, musician, and activist Nina Simone was born. Simone is remembered for her unique musical style that blended several different genres and often expressed social commentary. Simone was born Eunice Kathleen Wayman in Tryon, North Carolina. Her mother was a Methodist minister and domestic worker, and her father was a handyman and preacher. She was the sixth of eight children. Music was an important part of her life from the time she was a child. She played piano in her mother's church, and she took piano lessons with a woman named Muriel Mazinovich, who influenced her love of Bach. In turn, Bach's music influenced Simone's drive to become a concert pianist. After she graduated from high school, Simone began attending the Juilliard School of Music. She planned on going to the Curtis Institute of Music in Philadelphia, but the school rejected her application. Simone believed that she did not get in because of her race. But her family had already moved from North Carolina to Philadelphia. So Simone stayed in the city and gave piano lessons. Hoping to earn more money, Simone decided to start playing piano in bars. In 1954, she auditioned to sing at the Midtown Bar and Grill in Atlantic City, New Jersey. She began singing and playing piano for six hours a night there. She mixed classical, gospel, jazz, and blues in her music, topping it off with her deep vocals. She built up an audience of young people at the bar and moved on to more upscale clubs in Philadelphia. Her mother, deeply religious, disapproved of her performing in bars. So she took the stage name Nina Simone, based on the word Nina, a nickname she was given by a boyfriend, and the name of the French actress Simone Signoret. Having had much success in bars, Simone hired agent Jerry Fields, who connected her with Bethlehem Records. In 1959, her debut album, Little Girl Blue, was released. The first single, I Loves You Porgy, was a hit and helped launch her career. I love you, Porgy, don't let him take me. But Simone was unhappy with her experience at Bethlehem Records. She soon signed with Colpix Records and released her first album with them, the amazing Nina Simone. From that point, she gained more success as a live performer. She performed at the Newport Jazz Festival and Carnegie Hall. She married Andrew Stroud and had a daughter in 1962. And she continued to perform in jazz clubs, though she resisted the label of jazz singer. As she recorded more songs, Simone began to merge her own style of music with her political views. Her music was influenced by the civil rights movement and acts that took place during it, like the Birmingham church bombing and the murder of Medgar Evers. The song Mississippi Got Damn expresses her anger over these events and her advocacy of civil rights. Alabama's got me so upset. California's made me lose my rest. Everybody knows about Mississippi Got Damn. I know you can feel it. 
Simone also became friends with Lorraine Hansberry, who was also an artist who spoke up for civil rights and other social causes at the time. Simone continued to write protest songs, such as Sunday in Savannah and To Be Young, Gifted and Black. She made friends with other people in the movement, such as James Baldwin and Langston Hughes. But throughout the 1970s and early 1980s, Simone lived abroad in places like Liberia, Belgium, Barbados, France, and the Netherlands. She was disillusioned by American society and the civil rights movement. On top of that, she left her husband, who had been abusing her. She continued to perform, but she was affected by bipolar disorder. She often had outbursts on stage, and she faced many more personal difficulties. In her later years, she published an autobiography, released the album A Single Woman, and had her music featured on soundtracks. She spent the last years of her life at her home in France. She died in 2003. Just a month after her passing, the Curtis Institute, which rejected her application decades prior, awarded her an honorary degree. Since her death, she has been the subject of a lot of scholarship and films regarding her personal life, as well as her contributions to music and the civil rights movement. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Looking for content a little more sophisticated than cat memes in your feed? Connect with us on social media at TDIHC Podcast. Or if you would prefer to email us, you can send us a message at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening. Merry history to all and to all a good night. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.